1: Nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen.
0: They are Anchor Moms.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms the Podcast. We have a very special guest today. Very. very. She is near and dear to our hearts, and she is near and dear to us here at WLOS because she's
1: <laughs> actually here in person. Where, where are you going? Um, um, it was so nice to have a guest. In in the flesh, yeah. Um, it's the one, the only. Dun, 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 dun. Stephanie Sanastasi. So Stephanie um, is our
2: um, on our morning team here. She works with Katie all the time, um, every day. I'm a little jealous. You guys get to work together. Yeah, every day. she's fun. I love her. Um stuff. So she does the live desk, and she also fills in anchoring with Katie and or Jay often. So um, if you live in Western North Carolina, you have seen her her face. You know she is pregnant. So she is about to pop. Um, so she is a m- anchor mom to be. I like it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, of course, got pregnant during COVID. Um, and so has had to do a lot of this um, during pandemic times, which is tough. Um, but and she. Um, yeah, she we had a great conversation with her about becoming a mom during the pandemic and being a, a soon to be anchor mom and just juggling all of the news, news, soon to be mom things Yeah, that come with it. OK, so listen in. Okay. And Stephanie's joining us. Thanks so much for being here. You guys, I have to tell everyone that Stephanie and I have a secret connection. What? We do. Well, it's yes. not like secret. What? But, I um, mean, it's public. That's, this is I, weird. People can know about it. Now it's oh. going to be public since we're announcing it on the podcast. Okay. So before Stephanie even started at WLOS, she had called me because uh-huh. she worked at the station that I had worked out long ago in Chattanooga.
1: I feel like I remember this story. Yeah. So yeah. we
2: had like a secret little um, connection there and knew some of the same people, worked with a lot of the same people. We
1: did. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, over in Chattanooga, which is a sister station of where we are now at WLOS. And uh, yeah, so we kind of go way back.
0: Yeah, we do. I remember when I uh, applied for the job, I was talking to one of my managers there, and she's like, hey, here's someone's number. Talk to her. See what's up. Called you in. And here we are. Here we are, three years later.
2: I felt like at the time, I was like, this old geezer. Like, you're like, they're like, call Karen. She's been around a minute. And it's like, young Stephanie, like, no kids. Were you we even married yet? I don't even know if you are no, married yet. we were yeah. engaged,
0: about to be married in a few months. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, you were just like this young reporter and it's like, like a young pup. Ca- call the grandma of the news station over at WLS <laughs> no, Karen. it was and like,
1: call legend Karen Zakalak. <laughs> Correct. She will have all the answers that you need. Um,
2: I don't know about that. But anyway, so <laughs> it has been a pleasure to um, work with you over the past couple of years and also to see you get married and now have a baby.
0: It's
1: very so mean. It,
2: how does it feel to be to almost be an anchor mom?
0: Gosh, I don't know. It's I'm nervous. One, the big thing is that I'm nervous, but now I'm getting excited because now it's like, you know, yeah. a few weeks left. I'm like, let's just get this thing over with <laughs> yeah let's just do that yeah so
2: one of our favorite stories about stephanie katie um tell about when she told us why she decided that she needed to have a baby i knew that you guys were going to oh, bring wait,
1: this up do I, is this the when
2: did she know do i know it what remember she told us about why she and luke were getting a little you know bored at home it was pandemic days no i <laughs> You we talked about to, like,
0: this. We had a baby shower here at work. And we talked about it.
2: I'll, I'll tell the story then. Since yeah, Katie's tell party. me.
1: Yeah, sorry. So,
2: okay, Stephanie said, that, and I remember you had told me this before, um, my husband and I. But anyway, so she was saying, they, you know, it's the pandemic. There's not really a lot going on, right? Everybody's oh. locked in. And she said, yeah, we're kind of like, what do you do after work? Like, we don't have any kids. Like, you know, it's a pandemic. So they started discussing whether they should, like, drive for, like, DoorDash. Oh, and that was like the impetus? And they're like, "Wait, wait, stop!" Well, I guess stop. we should like not be yes. not be Uber Eats drivers yes. and maybe have a kid. It's like maybe we should procreate because we do. got nothing else yes. going on. This
1: is this was a very hard decision mm-hmm. um, in your house. I. I think you made the right one, but only time will tell, stuff. I mean, you guys act like
0: we're like professional DoorDash drivers. This was this was a very limited time in our life. Yeah. This is about two months. Uh-huh. Luke was the primary driver. Uh-huh. I was the primary. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that like you're you even getting the stuff. Like, no, I never oh. even went in. I just sat in the car. I gave directions and I controlled the music. And you know what? <laughs> we just moved into a new house. It paid off some, Did you make some money. Oh yeah. But
2: right, weren't you like doing the DoorDash thing, and then you're like, mm, maybe should like have a baby it's like
0: what are we gonna do? Yeah. door no, we for were, the rest of our lives we were like man this pandemic is boring we need something to cheer <laughs> us up i'll tell you what enticed me is that my 18 year old sister at the time she's like yeah i made like 2 000 bucks in one
1: or in like two weeks so we're like we're in <laughs> DoorDash, here we come right and i see the reason you had to stay inside the car because you thought it would be weird if people saw their local news reporter like like, like dropping off food. groceries <laughs> here's your pizza yeah so yeah. instead
2: you uh ultimately decided to get pregnant and right <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) are how far along
0: you're like what 36 weeks or something yeah i mean like basically there basically there you're ready to four weeks and you're having a baby girl yes Very excited about that. Yeah. We love girls. Did you secretly want a girl or want a boy or didn't care? I mean, if I'm being honest, I wanted a girl. Yeah. And and Luke wanted a girl, too. Well, you can only be honest
1: about that when you're actually having the sex in which you want. Right, Like, you couldn't say, honestly, I really wanted a boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... Well, and what I did the entire time, I... (laughs) I would just tell everyone,
0: yeah, I think it's a boy. I think it's a boy. Because I wanted to convince myself in my head that it was a boy. Right, so, so that, that I wouldn't be disappointed. psychology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
1: totally get that. And I do remember, so Steph works mornings with me. And actually, we anchor next to one another quite frequently. Because you're mm-hmm. the fill-in for myself and for my co-anchor. So I would say, like. Two out of a five-day week, you're right. <laughs> you're you're anchoring, um, but you do what we call the live desk here. Um, so you're sort of in house, and you what you report on some national important breaking stories. News. Yeah, mm-hmm. breaking news. Um, but I I remember when you moved to this shift, people were like, "Are you like why are you sure you want to do this this Mornings. shift?" Yeah. yeah. And you were like, "This is where all the people with babies go." No, yes. yes.
0: And I literally told our boss that I <laughs> yeah. said. Is it possible? I said, I don't think it's possible for me to have a child and work on a different shift. So <laughs> look where the moms are. So
2: just well, put me there. You're actually in the position that I started yeah. here. in. When yeah. I was had two kids at the time and then three. You're right. Everybody on the morning show has a baby. Has a baby. And Is then that Lauren true? was in that
0: same position. Yeah. <laughs> yes. she got pregnant. And she got so pregnant again. Basically don't yeah. take that position unless you plan on getting pregnant. Unless having a you plan child. on getting pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it worked for you. And, and, and we're
1: glad and you're here because lots of viewers here in Western North Carolina have made several requests that we finally get that Stephanie sanastasi here on the Anchor Mom. So, listeners, you're welcome. So
2: this, it's really not Karen Zakalak, the legend, it's Stephanie Anastasi the legend. Right. Who's like, had to come on the podcast because she was so heavily And we basically
1: it. begged you, we were like, please, please. Please come on. Please. Happy to do it. Ta- please. And, even,
2: and you know, I, you're not, I mean, to be honest, you're not really an Anchor Mom yet, but we're letting you slip
0: uh, in. No, this is my initiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. You feel good about it? Great. Okay, good. <laughs> so we have a couple of questions that we ask all our guests um so we're let's let's just get right to it and you were one of the first guests who actually you saw look you just pulled out notes sorry <gasps> look at I this, was just guys. gonna say you were one of the few guests this is so far yeah probably. that have gotten a heads up so uh, this is also you're welcome all right so if you weren't in tv news staff, according to your notes what would you be doing instead
0: I was just looking at them as a it's reference. Okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's like a script. She <laughs> so, needs a script. a <laughs> so, there's, yeah. there's prompter. Get out the prompter. Yeah. yeah. So there's two things I'd probably do. Okay. One, I would want to be. <laughs> Not DoorDash. No. <laughs> That's like a close third. Um, the first is I would want to be like a college cheer coach at like a big SEC oh. school or something oh. like that. I cheered in high school and grade school. I never cheered in college, but I my mom was a cheer coach for like years. Mm, yeah. My mm. sister's a current college cheerleader. And so. We it's just your up horn. around
1: cheer and that would be super fun. So do you think your daughter is going to be a cheerleader? Mm. Are you into this? You are. So yeah. right, I mean, this isn't like a choice. So like,
0: um, I'll say this without the words that were actually used, but when we told my brother that we were having a girl, my brother's like, not another blank cheerleader <laughs> in this family. I don't think I can do it. You were it. like, Yep, yeah, and we I'm got like, one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's happening. happening. Yeah, well,
2: And you could like semi have that dream come true because you could be her cheer coach.
0: Right. Right. So we'll see what happens. It can happen. But I do have a close second. Hang on. Let me. This is also a good. My second dream job would be to be a game show host. What? Like, big Family Feud fan. I know. We talked about this the other day. Good answer.
2: Good answer. (laughs) Good answer, answer (laughs) Steph. I love it. I think you'd be great at that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. The one thing I really like about Stephanie, she's, she's a very good laugher. Like, oh. you have a good laugh, and you laugh a lot, And you which have I love to, that.
1: you have to have a lot of fake laugh to be a game show Yeah, so I like think you Like, it. you have to, like, be able to laugh at basically whatever. because you
2: have to encourage them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah think, and I mean, act like, like they're great. funny. <laughs> and just, like,
1: just act like well, they're funny. Well, now we know yeah. that if
2: you ever leave news, you've
0: got, like, some great opportunities. Right. Ahead. All right. So,
1: that being said, what are you currently obsessed with?
0: You know, and this kind of goes hand this in hand with the first thing I just said. So, oh, okay. I was telling you about this. We got the Paramount Plus app. Yes. And the Paramount Plus oh. Plus app has a variety of shows on it. I originally got it because a I've become obsessed with Survivor, so I wanted to watch mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. every I season. I love Survivor, but that's so not I'm on what board, that's yeah. not my current obsession. The current okay. one that I'm currently binging is Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders making the team. This
1: is so ah, random. It okay. is. It's very random. Um, I have watched a couple of episodes though, and it does oh, sort really? of suck you in. Not. In, I'll be. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but it's been a. Oh, it's been a while. A no. couple of years. Yeah. Has, are there new episodes out? I
0: don't know. The last season I yeah. watched
1: was, it said,
0: it was, like, from 2018. Okay. So, okay. I, I, I don't know. But yeah. I just. But you love a it. drama. Okay. But you're obsessed. I'm yes. like, I can't believe they say some of that stuff. Like, they'll be like, we can't take her because she's fat. I'm like, are you allowed to <gasps> say this? Is this real?
1: Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, obsession, I ha- yeah. Has, it, have, has Karen ever told you about what she thinks about cheerleaders? And no, and I'm certainly not going to
2: be on this podcast <laughs> right now. We've, we've, I, I, had a, we've had a conversation about cheerleaders. I kept waiting for that, you to was bring
1: that it up. Is it on the podcast or just not on the podcast? No, that was definitely on the podcast.
0: Okay. Um, I you know, I was thinking about this because I know you both I, what you think bo- we don't like cheerleaders no but both but since I had both answers as cheerleaders I was like god I'm gonna be I'm gonna be judged no, cheerleader no, answers no no no
1: <laughs> I mean I I wish I had the coordination to be a cheerleader Yes. <laughs> I mean and I'll just just be real with you and
2: I will say I've come around a lot on cheer. you have because I feel in like Ingrid school, and I came I down pretty, hard on you I was pretty yeah. anti-cheerleader in high school I my friends oh. would tell you you could Anti. You know, yeah I was like I play real sports, you know, like that type of thing. Let me, but I've come around a lot, and they're very, they're very talented. And you know, when you think about like the gymnastics involved and the flexibility and all of that, like I have a lot of for Karen's backpedaling. See, I no, 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 but I will say this: (laughs) I love you.
0: (laughs) In addition to cheerleading, I wasn't just—I did play sports. I played softball as well, and I also played. In grade school, soccer, basketball, I was the basketball player that after my game, I'd run into the bathroom, change into my cheer uniform, what? and then cheer at the guys' so you game were, right you're after. you're, like, very
1: athletic, is yeah. what you're saying. I mean, not anymore, No, it's good. But it's <laughs> good. Well, nobody's athletic when they're yeah. nine months pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, but yeah, You get a pass.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: Okay, so one more question. What is the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in TV news, or the
0: craziest thing a viewer has said to you?
1: Consult your notes.
0: Okay. The craziest thing that's ever happened to me, and the fact that I'm bringing this up again only – Probably makes it that much Does worse. Does not have to do with then, cheerleading? Is no. No, nope. oh, okay, but okay, then good. people are going to look it up, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure it's still out there. But you know what? We're going to go ahead and say it for do the it. pod. For the pod. Do it. Um, okay, so one time in the Chattanooga Market, I was filming a stand-up, which is, you know, a pre-recorded no. segment uh, for my story that day. And, as, and it was... In the sticks, in a rough area of town. Okay. And okay. I was on the side of the road, and I'm getting ready to record, and a dog comes up to me, which is fine. And yeah. It's just, like, a person's dog. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. uh-huh. doing anything. Right. And my photographer had treats, was feeding him. Oh. But then we were trying to, like, you know, he kept wanting me to pet him. Mm-hmm. And we were kept trying to get him, like, you know, like, get out of the way, buddy. You got to do this. And so my photographer rolled on the whole thing. Um, because it was funny, because it was like, I was like, three, two, one, and then the dog would just be, like, looking at me, and we'd be like, okay, like, we have to, like, redo this again. We can't do it. Anyway, fast forward. This took about nine takes. It was funny. At one point, I made a joke, and I said, we need to just put that dog in the car and lock it up, or something like that. Like, it was a joke. Yeah. But I was like, just get this dog away. We need to shoot this and move on. (laughs) Well, anyway, the blooper reel... Um, my photographer, like, shared it to a few people. And then our web manager at the time thought it was funny. Oh. And so he's like, oh, let's put it on Facebook. Like, this is going to be great. It's going to generate so many comments. Oh, no. Well, it generated comments um, from, like, PETA. And so. <laughs> oh, no. And, like, what? and then it went viral. And then no. I got, like, put on, like, a website where Steph. people were, like, local reporter hates dogs.
1: Oh, no. My God. And Which you do not hate dogs. You have the sweetest dog right now. just Right, to yeah, right. Yeah. And so then
0: my friends back home were like replying to those comments with memes like, "We stand with Stephanie," and it was like a picture of like me with like my dog. <laughs> And so, anyway, Girl, like... this is, like,
1: <laughs> pretty epic. I won't lie. This I might be the best we've this. ever. Yeah, yeah, this is so, a good one. Anyway, if
0: you, like, I'm pretty sure it's probably still out there. I hope not. But, um, so every year when that comes up, like, in, like, Facebook memories, my photographer... is like, hashtag well, like, never forget. Like, meshes, yeah. like, message me, like, here we are. <laughs> back again. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Wait, what we photographer was it, Blaine? Brent. Brent. Oh, fun. And okay, so, um, me. yeah, I was, uh... Wow. Not famous. Playing. Well, then for, after I was like, your, I was work. the web
1: person like, oh, sorry? No, he
0: he liked it because it generated oh, a yeah, bunch, yeah. but I like viral, intron- so it's like right. a web person. Internally, right. I'm right. like, can we delete this? Can we delete this? Like, mm-hmm. I, they're
2: like, is no, no I'll publicity. The funny thing yeah. is, like, you literally are a dog person. Like, your dog was like in your wedding, right? <laughs> no, no, he was <laughs> part of. <laughs> no, You, you didn't Whoa. know. Flower girl. <laughs> no. Well, I thought, well, no, I know what you're talking he was about. Engagement photos.
0: Yeah. When, okay. He was yeah. In he, something. Okay. When Luke proposed to me, he was like there, so okay. he was like in a a picture. Karen acts like we're like he the the that, photos He was like a groomsmen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just remember the dog being like a prominent part of your like marriage. <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> bottom line is I like dogs. That was <laughs> okay. a bad part of my life, and here we are reliving it yet again. Well. So.
1: I just said the world knows. That was
2: a good one. Stephanie does love dogs. She loves dogs.
0: Um. I
1: stand with Steph. (laughs) (laughs) We stand with
0: Steph. (laughs) All right, Stephanie, talk about this first article. Yeah, so the first article here, um, it talks about basically how the pandemic has many women holding back on motherhood. Um, They did a survey of close to 1,200 women that live in New York City, um, that already had children who were basically contemplating having a kid before the pandemic, but once the pandemic hit, they realized, you know, and I know you guys know this, the troubles with daycares that people Uh, were having because daycares were closing and just, The fact that, you know, parents were having to stay home with their multiple children. So many people essentially were rethinking um, if they wanted to – their pre-pandemic pregnancy plans on whether or not they wanted to go forward with them or not. So that survey was administered back in 2020, and they just um, essentially found that, you know, it was causing people higher stress levels. They were also worried about the money aspect of it because a lot of people didn't know what their paycheck was going to look like. Right, right. Um, Super unstable. So it's it's interesting, and I – feel like I don't know I just feel like a lot of people can relate to that so did you like so you got pregnant during COVID was that like a thought for you I mean
2: were you like maybe we should wait till this is over like what was your thought process as someone thinking about motherhood during the pandemic
0: yeah I mean I guess we didn't get pregnant in 2020 it was more so at the beginning
1: of this year but still at COVID was raging at the beginning of 2021 that is true that is true
0: I, I guess at the time I mean, those thoughts did go through our head, but it was also like... We've already put so much other stuff on hold, like trips and things we wanted to do and yeah. all this. It's just like we had to, I don't know. And there was, kinda was, had that, dil- to and there was that DoorDash thing. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was lingering over our heads.
1: Karen, did you have any thoughts about, the? I mean, you're pregnant as well? Um, No, but I, I also think it's different when you already have kids, yeah. right?
2: Like I'd already been through the pregnancy thing. Like I think it's different when it's a first time mm-hmm. mom. And I think that the article kind of talked about that a little bit, that they did talk to some parents who already had kids, but some who hadn't as well. And I think... You know, when you – I think back to when I was making the decision to start a family, and I think that's harder if you're making that decision because it's hard to make the decision to have your first child, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're doing that in a pandemic versus, like, once you got a couple, it's like, Mm -hmm. What's one more?
1: Yeah, just throw another Um,
2: one. I
1: think reading this article but also just sort of taking the temperature of my friends who are pregnant, just the state of things, I think so much of this comes down to – a financial issue and a mm-hmm. child care issue. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, and if you, I mean, we all report on the news, child care is a huge okay. issue in this country. And honestly, the pandemic has only made it worse. Mm-hmm. You know, um, ratios for child care settings have, gone down because of uh you know COVID measures and covet restrictions it is so hard to find good child care yes. and i'm not i'm mm-hmm. i mean i'm talking about like babysitters nannies but even just daycares preschools mm-hmm. people are on wait lists especially here in western north carolina for years yes uh,
0: to add to that Why? speaking about the wait list we went on a wait list i think i was like 14 or 15 month months that would be a lot uh weeks pregnant <laughs> when i we started and put our name on some right, of those right. first lists and I had talked with you about it and you were like yeah mm-hmm. try to as quick as you can but and when we went there I was like sorry like it might be a little bit crazy but we're you know doing that and she was like no there's already people on the list ahead of you and yeah. I was like oh my gosh. Yeah
1: but you guys did find somebody or you found a you found a facility yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So yeah, good.
0: that'll work out. Yeah
2: it's funny I was talking to a friend the other day um, who has one kid and I said she had called and I said oh I didn't I, were you calling to tell me you're pregnant again you know you never know and uh, she's like no she's like I mean, the world is dying. I don't want to bring any more children into this. Like, and it was, but it, I mean, it's kind yeah. of tr- You know, right? Like, I think that's a sentiment for a lot of people. Like, everything's up in the air. We've got this pandemic. Who knows when kids can get vaccinated? Who knows if my job is going to be around in two years? Is- like, there's just so much, like, question mark. That, like, I don't want to bring another kid into right. this. You and know? it's
1: definitely one of those things, if you're of the age um, and you have the resources, maybe you do wait. If you yeah. know that you have a couple of years of fertility, mm-hmm. um, you know, down the road, that you think now is just maybe mm-hmm. not at the mm-hmm. time. Of course, you never – I mean, not to be pessimistic, but who knows what. Yeah. <laughs> who For, knows what the future is going to be. Well, right. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was going to say on the flip side of that, too, like, we were just, you know – there was so many. We wanted to go to Italy. We wanted to do all these trips, but it's like at some point, how much longer can you, right, can right. you wait because it it's yeah. the pandemic has been going on for so long. So I don't
1: know. I, I think that you just bite the bullet. bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to yeah. dive in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is our the part where we do the. Stephanie, would you like to join in? We harmonize.
0: My, 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 my. Mom's the word. Well
1: well done. you. Well yeah, done, good well job. Done. Okay, so um, this one goes out to all my mom friends because I feel like you need it in your life. Ruggable. Y'all know this? Yes. yes. Do you mm-hmm. have these? Mm-hmm. I do
0: not have one, but. Okay. Great. Look amazing! Yes, yes, they're
1: everywhere. They're everywhere. They've like exploded. I just got three myself. Oh, um, one for Brian's office, um, mm-hmm. one for our little mud room in the basement, and one for our little entryway. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are you rug like we have all hardwood floors, Same so name. we have rugs everywhere, area rugs everywhere, and you can spend a, a lot crap of ton of money mm-hmm. on rugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that being said, I feel like these are very affordable, but the key to these um, is that they come in two pieces. There is like a a rug pad and then a rug cover. And Mm -hmm. so the pad goes down, it's like a non-slip, and then you put the actual rug on top of that pad. Mm -hmm. And so the big part about this is, is you can wash it. Like you can put it in your washing machine, put it in your dryer and then Love put it. it back out yeah so it's you know th- to be honest with you it's less about river in our house and more about our the pets yeah. yeah we have two cats and a dog and they are you know they're messy and they're dirty and paw prints and so anyway i've been super I've had these rugs i don't know a couple of months four six months and um i highly recommend them now If you're like a rug connoisseur, Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they're the fanciest rugs. I don't Mm -hmm. think you're not going to look at them. You're not going to walk at them and be like, oh, this rug is so plush. No, Mm -hmm. it's not that sort of rug. Um, But if you have kids and you only want to spend a couple hundred bucks, highly recommend Ruggable. And I think there are some other companies that are doing these washable rugs as well. I should note that. So, you know, look around.
2: Um, It's funny because we just bought a rug that was a little bit lighter and Gregory was like, oh, gosh, like, why are we getting, like, a whitish-based rug? Like, it's going to be black in days, right? And we put it underneath our dining room table, which is even worse, because that's where, of course, all the children drop all their food – um, and I was like, I don't know, should we put, like, a shower curtain down or no. something? Or get one of those masks? And he oh. was like, Karen, like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, well, we got to protect the rug. Of course, we also buy cheap rugs because I'm not a fool, and I know that it's going to, like, not last right. that long. But um, anyway,
1: I need to do the Ruggable thing. Ruggable, they have lots of different patterns and colors. And, and yeah. a, bu- a bunch of people I know have since purchased them, and they, too, enjoy the Ruggable. All right. So, All right. washable rugs. Who knew? It's a great idea. Testing, testing. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Testing. Other news. Um, let's talk uh, vaccines for kids. Um, Pfizer mm-hmm. has recently announced that they are going to ask for approval uh, for the COVID 19 vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11. You know, mm-hmm. it's currently approved for children 12 and up. In fact, as you're listening to this, it's entirely possible that uh, it could have happened. Well, or they've already submitted their data. Mm-hmm. They're saying, I think by the end of October, it's mm-hmm. the timeline is kind of in question, but soon, they're saying it's soon. Um. Well, let's see. Elleray, Elleray would be eligible. And Henry. And Henry. Oh yeah. I'm so mm-hmm. jealous of
2: you. Yeah, I'm really excited because you know when I was talking to my pediatrician about this, yeah. you know, for a while, you know, we just chunked kids into like two through twelve, right? Yeah. Because those are the ones who aren't vaccinated and um and he's the one who first told me like oh they think they're going to split it and do like 6 through 12 first right. and then the younger ones and i was like okay well i'll take one kid you know and then they lowered it to 5 and i was like woohoo yeah um and i actually just um talked to a doctor the other day who said you know with these things like once once it gets to the fda like and then the cdc as this article talks about it's going to be quick yeah. hopefully and so they're thinking like within the next month or two which, which is, would be great yeah, yeah. huge
1: cuz this is like kids who are in school right, right. like Five to eleven; these are kids who are in kindergarten. Who you know, Rivers in preschool. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just think if we can nip this in the bud mm-hmm. in these like school age kids, I think that's huge.
0: We're we're seeing here, especially in Western North Carolina, yeah. just the amount of quarantines and different mm-hmm. things. Um, just I mean, and what has school been in session now? I guess we're a little months, over a month, a month, maybe yeah, two yeah. months yeah. almost. And yeah, I mean i think that this is going to help with a lot of what we're seeing yeah um, with the quarantines and all that so
1: um I, that brings me to our second article which is this new york times article um this is a woman who says um COVID has broken parents sense of risk every decision for not yet vaccinated kids feels like an unsolvable equation. And she talks about she has, um, I think she has three kids. Um, she was feeling good in the summer um, because re- COVID rates were down. People were getting vaccinated. It seemed like there were fewer breakthrough cases. But now, of course, we've seen COVID ramp back up. And she basically has decision fatigue. She calls it mm-hmm. um She's just basically numb about all of these decisions. She says, it's like, all my old ways of considering risk levels are completely broken. Um, And uh, this, I can sort of relate to this. Mm -hmm. I feel like early on, Brian and I were always, like, calculating the risks and, like, thinking Mm -hmm. about it. But after a while, you just sort of get fatigued Mm -hmm. by it. And it's like you just don't – you almost, like, I don't even know – what to think about it anymore right right um i i also feel like as this pandemic rages on what we're like 18 months a year and a half into this maybe even a little more it starts to get be like you have to weigh the risks of your you or your child getting covid compared to like the risk of just missing out on life. everything Mm -hmm. yeah 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 you know
2: i and the i think it was probably over a definitely over a year maybe close to like a year and a quarter, that none of my children went in a grocery store. Yeah. Which, you know, for me, like, and just scheduling and blah, blah, blah was tough. And I remember the point where I was like, you know what? This is going to last a long time. Like, I cannot, like, never run into a grocery store with, like, my oldest kid. Like, I, I, at some point, you just have to do it, right? And mm-hmm. I remember, for some reason, that was, like, a big thing in my head. It was, like, okay, I'm going to, like, take way right to the grocery store. i got to run in for, like, two things. Like, hope like hold your breath. Don't get COVID. Like, let's go. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's, like, you you just get to the point where you're, like, I can't just inconvenience myself so much so that, like, you know, I'm, I'm not able to get groceries or things like that because you just get to that point where this is how we're going to have to live.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm already having those same thoughts Um, just bringing – you know, well, one, it's your first child, so you kind of panic about everything. But right. sure. two, I'm like, you know, this is five to 11, and if they do it till two years old, okay, that's still two, two years. Two years away. Where right, I'm right. like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So I, I know just I have those thoughts playing in my head like all the time on what is the best decision and what should we do? Yeah, yeah, well,
2: especially with daycare. I know that's a hard decision for a lot of folks right now is, you know, what do I do with this kid? I've still got to work, but like you want to make sure they're safe. It's a lot, it's hard. And, you know, even my kids sometimes now, Like, in the beginning, I made them wear a mask at the playground. And now I feel like if you're outside, it's okay. And we don't always wear masks. But, like, we'll get to a playground and some of the kids have masks on. And my kids are like, wait, do we need to wear masks? Do we not? And it's like, I mean, every day it's just, like, another decision of, like, what do I do? And, I know. How, you know, how safe do, do
1: you want to be? And how – it's it's really tough. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's and exhausting. And I feel like it's the same way with – you know, River did not go to preschool last year because of COVID, which is fine. She was right. two. But this year, it was like we – it was a long conversation between Brian and I. Because, you know, she still has two, two more years before mm-hmm. she starts kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like she's like an only child. Like, I feel like – this girl the risk of covid to me at this point is actually worse than her not having any mm-hmm. socialization um and i hope i don't come to regret that as i say that there you know sometimes you feel like well we've dodged the covid bullet because we've mm-hmm. come this far mm-hmm. and like you know that's not necessarily that's i have to remind myself of that mm-hmm. sometimes like that's not nec- like we could get covid tomorrow Tomorrow. right yeah yeah Yeah. so
2: but also there's in the underlying thought too in my head is you know for most kids they're okay right so like there is that like well like you're saying like even if we did get COVID and the kids got COVID like they should be okay right fortunately we all have healthy
1: kids like you know um I don't know it's tough So, yeah, it's worth going back and reading this New York Times article because she does talk to some doctors and some Mm -hmm. psychologists, and they have some tips for sort of that decision fatigue and sort Mm -hmm. of how to – one of them is just – to um, make some decisions and set some boundaries beforehand. Like for example, like we're gonna go to the playground and if it's crowded, we're gonna wear a mask or we're not gonna wear a mask. What's our decision so that when you get there, you're not just like that, you know, you just don't let the numb Mm -hmm. feeling take over and make a decision that's not that wise, which Mm -hmm. I thought was good. And I I think the other thing too
2: is like, it's helped me that, I feel like Gregory and I are on the same page with a lot of it. Yeah. And I think that helps a lot, too. When you talk about it with your spouse, have that kind of plan in place is helpful Right. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last article of the day is um, an interesting one. Mm. This is from her view from home, which we love. Um, it's called, I refuse to be a two-faced friend. So this woman talks about how she had always kind of, of course, wanted to be a good friend, a true friend, and then at one point realized that she had turned into a two-faced friend. Which, you know, she was texting, chatting, messaging, judging other friends, you know, texting with her friends about somebody else, and realized all of a sudden, like, oh, gosh, I, I've turned into this person who I don't want to be. And she said one of the things that made her realize it was her husband saying, you know, if you're talking about your friends that way, like, how yes. do you think they're talking about yes. you, right? right? Kind of that realization. And another thing, which ugh, this was, this would be hard for me to hear, uh, her kid saying, we don't want to be a... We don't want to go play with them because we know the moms are just going to sit there and gossip the whole time. Oh, Yeah. So um, anyway, so she uh, talked about how she kind of realized this. And I love this quote. She said that something clicked and she said, I shattered that two-faced mirror without a second thought and I absolutely love my reflection again. So she made that decision, that conscious decision not to text any of her friends about somebody else or do any of that two-faced stuff um and she felt good about it and the other thing that really got me at the one of the last lines was and i realized i want to make sure my daughter is not going to be a two-faced friend Mm -hmm. either um so i i thought it was pretty powerful and i think you know it's something so it's so easy to slip into that right especially when there's so much going on you know sometimes it's just nice to have somebody else say yeah, that was like, can you believe she said that yeah. or whatever? Mm-hmm. It gives you kind of some comfort and to know that you're you're not alone in thinking that other person's crazy or whatever you're talking about. Um, but I think it's important too to like that she realized that she took a step back, she made
1: that decision, and obviously feels better about it now. I think social media makes this mm-hmm. so much more possible in ways that it had you know ten years ago. It didn't between Instagram and Snapchat and mm-hmm. like. Even just technology, like text messages Mm -hmm. and group text messages and some people being excluded and some people not. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure this has been a problem for, you know, centuries, but boy, is it now. A lot easier to do it now. Yeah.
0: When you put it into the perspective of your kid watching Mm -hmm. and listening what you're actually doing, it's like, oh, maybe I – But. Mm
1: Can I tell you what I thought of whenever I read that line? Yes. I was thinking about Karen and I were at the lake with our <clears throat> oh. kids and husbands. you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago. And finally, finally, the dads were playing with the kids in the water. Mm-hmm. And Karen and I were, like, sitting on a raft. I'm drinking a beer. Karen's drinking one of our non-alcoholic beers. This was, like, a 15-minute period of time. Like, the only time the, ever in our lives. The <laughs> only time. And we even, like, acknowledged that. Like, oh goodness this is incredible karen texted me later on that night that ella Ray was like what did she say like she said um gosh i really love Brian, katie's husband she's like he played with me
2: so much in the water he threw me up in the air it was so fun the dads were playing so nicely Dance with was us so awesome. they were so fun and i just kept thinking when are the moms gonna stop talking over there <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh and i it's was like, like Okay sister like we do everything all the time we got like a little 15 minute break right. we're going to like bring it I up mean, and like talk about how like the the dads are heroes yeah. now minutes. like
1: 15 minutes and i i don't think we were gossiping although we might have been gossiping but it just reminded <laughs> we me that it was probably like stuff. yeah we were probably just i mean i'm going to be willing to bet we were talking about our kids yeah. right cuz yeah, that's yeah. like probably what it was but um, yeah, your kids are listening and your kids yeah. are watching yeah. is the point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's just a good reminder for everybody.
2: Win of the week. Oh. Win,
1: win, 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 win.
2: Do you have a win, Stephanie?
0: Yes. I actually told you about, about it. You're having a baby. Did what? Did you have to dig deep for it? <laughs> no, no, I told you about it this morning. Oh, okay. So we've had the saga with the, oh, cr- the, yes. the crib yes. mattress. Yes. So yes. we oh. ordered – we were waiting to order a crib mattress. We finally did because I was like, at first, I wasn't that big of a priority because I'm like, she's not going to sleep in it, whatever, Very for right. like a few months. So finally bit the bullet, ordered the crib mattress through Amazon. Last stock, week. Well, no. No, okay. everything's fine. The order went through. Everything was fine. Last week, it said, and mind you, I get off of work since I worked the morning show, some home... And some days I work from home the second half of my day. So I'll literally be home starting at 9 a.m. And there was a message that said, attempted to deliver <gasps> at 10.30 and couldn't reach anyone. You were like, you
1: did not attempt to deliver. And I was like, I've been <laughs> sitting <laughs> here at this
0: kitchen table slaving at my computer. And I didn't hear a knock. And so I was like, OK, that's fine. Like, maybe it was an accident. The next day, we get the message on Amazon says, could not fit in mailbox. And... <laughs> And I was, like, I'm, like, texting Luke, and I was, like, did we order a mattress for a doll? Yeah. Because what what is happening? And so I was, like, okay. So I finally – it got transferred to USPS. So I signed up, and I was, like, okay, like, next – like, on Friday, this is the time you should deliver it. Like, I knew for a fact we would both be home. He was working from home that day. Friday comes and goes, no No mattress. mattress. And I'm, like, for the love – Of all that is holy. I'm gonna lose my mind. Uh, Give me the mattress. And so I'm like, okay. So then yesterday, Luke is like, hey, like on my lunch break, he was working from home. He's like, I'm just gonna stop by the post office and see what's up. So he goes to the post office and's like, hey, like here's the tracking number. Do you think. Where is the mattress? And they were like, I'll try to look it up. And then he's like, wait, what's your home address? He rattles off our home address. He's like, oh, yeah, that big box? Yeah, it's just in the back here. I don't know why it didn't get loaded on a truck. <gasps> Bottom line, that doesn't matter. We're not bashing one. All I need to tell you is about this win we is that that crib mattress, mattress is in the nursery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so is the nursery done? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much, for the most part. Yay. I have to do some...
2: You showed me some pictures, and it's adorable. It's
0: adorable. I need to wash a little bit, uh, some more stuff. But other than that. I mean, you are so on it for being a month out. I I feel like we're not. That stresses me out.
1: Karen, what do you have ready for your child?
0: I mean, nothing. I've, like, (laughs) literally
1: done nothing. Yeah, but I I know. No, this is Karen. She flies by the seat of her pants. It's also her fourth kid. Yeah, but
2: I think, no, I think that's great. And you know what? Everything else, I always tell people, like, really, only, all you really, 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 really need is a car seat. Because they won't let you leave the hospital without a car seat. Yeah. But you other have than one of that, those. you, you could have one like... Of I don't
0: have it in the car, but we have it. Okay.
2: So you're, like, basically there. You're yeah. good. I remember when... Sorry, quick story. I remember when we were pregnant with our first and had the car seat. And, like, you can take it to, like, the, like a special place to, like, have them install it yeah. correctly, yada, yada. And they, like, made us feel like basically we we're gonna, like, be terrible parents. Because they were like... <gasps> look at all of these large objects in your car that could like what? hit the baby if you slammed on the brakes like we had like some I don't what know did you have ba- in there like a barbell no, or something like, <laughs> yeah <that>? like, like <laughs> weird like equipment stuff from Gregory's work I don't know he oh. was like doing home health at the time so we had oh. all this stuff in his car and then they're like and the dog do you have like a way to restrain the dog <laughs> if the dog is riding with the baby and we're like oh my gosh like I remember we got home and Gregory's like we gotta buy all this stuff we gotta clean out the car completely we <laughs> oh, gotta boy. buy like a, a dog seatbelt thing for the dog so that the baby baby Maybe like, survives this trip home from the hospital and, like, all the other trips that we're going to take. Anyway, it was hilarious. We, like, totally freaked out about it. You don't need to do that. Well, Everything's going to be fine.
0: I already, like, told Luke. I'm like, yeah, we have to go by the fire department. He's like, why? I was like, I don't know. Isn't that where they, like, do the (laughs) car seat check? Like, they, They are helpful.
2: They'll put it in for you if you want them to.
0: See, I just... I don't
1: know. Sometimes
2: it's so difficult. Sometimes it's They are, just but have I will say it. this.
1: You um have them do it and then learn how to do it because you will put those stupid car seats like in every in, car, yeah. I just feel like I mean, you were put like I don't know about you, but I yeah. mean Brian is constantly moving around car seats in Same. our life. Same. It's almost like he doesn't even think about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. like, and then you
2: burr, get burr, burr. really good at it. And then you're like, oh, right. look. I can like change out all the car seats right. in like 2.5 seconds. Go, <laughs> you. Go you. Yeah. Um, we're excited for you, Stephanie. And yeah, we want to have you. you back on post-baby when you're a true anchor mom. Anchor mom. mom.
0: We'll rather have than to an anchor mom-to-be. And give you an update on how things are going. I Wait, think it real, should be Wait, I, I think you've decided on the name,
1: right? No, you're no. not telling, but, like, you've decided, right? Well, we
0: have, like, two, but okay, it's, like, ready. leaning yeah. towards one, so. but yeah.
1: Okay. Are yeah. you yeah. waiting until you see her? Yeah. Are you getting anything, like, monogrammed or anything?
0: I haven't yet. I, I don't want to... Do that, bite that bullet yeah. yet? Until I'm 100 percent
1: sure what the name yeah. is. Well, just I, wait till you meet yeah. the baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that's what we did. I mean the social security people had to come back like two days in a row. I tell people sure that story. Like, like, you tell me that. Like, literally like, nope. I don't. We don't know. Just go. Then we had it written on the board. The nurses were like, well, what do you think it's going to be? We were like, it's these three options. And they were like, okay, so that you know they like have your name up there and then like baby it's- river blah 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 and blah 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 yeah you know yeah. We, um. we were
0: talking to friends two weekends ago and they said that they named their baby and they were calling her that for like the entire first day and, and, and then like yeah. it came down to actually signing it and they're like wait we don't we don't like that oh. they're like <laughs> they had to like redo it they're like so it's fine it's fine like you'll figure it out i was like okay oh we never know until we're like about to check out yeah. yeah, it's it's It'll be fine. You take your. It's a permanent thing. But it's that's like people ask you that so much. Oh, it's yeah. like the number one question. And i would like, I yeah. will let you know. Yeah, eventually. When, when we
2: have the baby and send out our little, yay, the baby was born at this weight. Here's the baby's name. Then you will know. Correct. Check. We're Facebook. excited for you. Um, you're gonna be an awesome mom and an awesome anchor mom. So well, thank you. Thanks for uh, coming on and giving us your yeah. opinion. And on all it. you yeah. listeners
1: and viewers out there, get off our back. Steph is on the podcast. Here she is. Kay? Yes, check it out. Oh, off. and she doesn't hate dogs. And she doesn't hate dogs. Right. I stand with Steph. Hashtag I stand with Steph. <laughs> we stand with you, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you.
1: Uh, Stephanie Samastasi, I didn't know she was such a cheerleading aficionado. She's did big? you? I,
2: did, I actually kind of did know that, really? and I was kind of hoping it wouldn't come up, so I wouldn't oh. have to admit that
1: <laughs> i I gonna... kept trying. To, I kept trying to make eyes at you. I like, know, and I was uh-oh. ignoring you, and then you just like outed just, me that I'm I wasn't sorry. a big uh, cheerleader fan. Um, but we love you, Stephanie. We, we love still you. love you, even if Karen still likes you, even if you mm. like cheerleading. It's mm. okay. Um, listen, you should, um, if you're listening to this, you should follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, um, rate right us, you review should us, subscribe, and. Mm. You should um, do all the things. You should do that for Steph, too. Go follow her yes. on Instagram and Facebook. And, she's really uh, funny on social – I mean, she's really funny in real
2: life, but she's also really funny on social yeah, media. Yeah, Check yeah.
1: Check her out. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good good one.
2: <laughs> I can't even talk. <laughs> okay. So now- if you cut it before I say a stumble over. Have a good one.
1: Inkle
0: Moms, the the podcast. podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening.